0: hey everybody and welcome back to the bind um please forgive me if in the background you hear uh, some weird noises like birds chirping and uh, the the splashing of waves happening so i have a sliding door in my bedroom And we're on a lake and I can't help but want that door to be open because I have been confined to a room all day long and I just want to hear some naturalness from what's going on outside. So if you pick that up on my microphone, please forgive me but I'm just needing a little bit of natural therapy while I do this, but I felt so inclined to do a podcast today, so I'm really excited about that. I'm trying to think, right? I'm trying to still get my podcast voice because this is a new territory for me. I'm used to having that interaction with another person when I do this, and so I'm trying to figure out how to find my voice when there is not an audience sitting right across from me, and so I think one of my main approaches to that is to just tell you stories, to be real and authentic with you about who I am, and to let you know that just as much as you're a person in process, I also am a person in process. So I've been thinking this entire week. I've actually been quite stressed. Uh I, I will say that like many of the other humans in the United States at the very least, I am quite perturbed uh as far as like what to do moving forward with this whole pandemic piece, not to mention our nation is just in chaos for many reasons, but in this particular podcast, I just have to bring about the way that the change of what COVID has brought about is really impacting me, impacting my sense of personal wellness and how I'm getting through in a day-to-day basis. So basically, oh gosh, when was it? I think a week ago, Um, you know, like most parents, I'm sitting here waiting to determine what, our schools are going to do for our kids. And um, I'm not a very good out of the box thinker. I mean, I suppose in theory, uh, when things need to get done, they get done. But when I have to think of the process before the process is in motion, that's when my stress usually uh, becomes the highest. A couple weeks ago, we get a letter from the principal of the school where we were intending to send both of our kids uh, letting us know that the preschool program had been canceled. <sighs> oh my gosh, okay, I'm still even getting worked up just thinking about this. And I know that there's a resolve, so that's fine. But I think it's just uh, having to cope with the letdown of thinking that what I assumed was going to be happening for this year is not. And there's there's some grief that's happening in that. So I think it's important for you to know that my son is five and my daughter is three. My daughter just turned three. And all last year, she was at a daycare that was literally right across the road from where my son attended school. This coming year, she was getting really excited because she knew that every day when she got dropped off at daycare that my son was going to be going to his school classes, and she just was looking forward to being able to go to school. And this year, things obviously changed, and our school had to do some rearranging to accommodate for a very unexpected situation in which we had a pandemic on our hands. And um, normally, I find myself to be a fairly flexible individual, but the plan was always that these two were going to go right there to this place. They were going to be at the same spot, and that was going to be so helpful for our family, right? We don't have to go through the rush of making sure that we get both kids picked up by 5.30, and Jeff's in my jobs. I mean, he has to work till 5.00. Uh, I'm typically seeing clients a couple nights out of the week until later in the evening. And so it was just asking a whole lot of flexibility out of us. So I'm having to sit with this process of what it looks like to be flexible when I assumed I knew what the plan was going to be. And like most people, I'm assuming that I went into overdrive and overthought this situation of how we were going to find the resolve for my three-year-old who wants desperately to go to school. And at the same time, there aren't really too many options that are conducive to what's happening for our family plan or schedule what we're needing to all come into place. Uh, The other important thing that you should know is that our son, he's a more quiet individual and he, while I think he can thrive pretty good in social settings, it seems like smaller environments really do much better for him so he can get his bearing on his comfort level, and um, acclimate himself to his environment. So, you know, we were just trying to do what we thought was healthiest, most conducive for our son for where he was on his journey. Now we're having to process as a family what this looks like for us in the next year. And it's like we can't even just decide on a one-year thing. It's got to be this ongoing longevity process of what is the best decision for a long-term goal? And, and why does that matter, right? Like this is what I'm processing as I'm going through this. I'm thinking to myself, okay, at the end of the day, what is the benefit of our son staying where he is? Can we be flexible? Can we choose to send him to a school closer to um, another school for my daughter? Do we choose to keep our daughter in the daycare that she was in for one more year and let her join the pre-K class next year. All of these decisions that seem like they should be fairly easy to make, but at the same time, we're struggling through them. We don't know what the right answer to the question is. And I keep reminding myself over and over again, one thing that I say to my clients is that there is no right answer for questions like this. Now, you can get in the midst of something and realize, wow, this just really is not a good fit. We need to jump ship here recalibrate get out our compass and figure out a better plan of action for what's happening with our family but what i realize is most people are fairly resilient to change but why is it that in the midst of having to make these decisions it feels like the best thing to do is to do nothing because doing something feels overwhelming when the plan goes awry from what you assume it's going to be and that's what it feels like is happening in this particular situation right like oh wow we've got this school we enjoy this school our son is thriving at this school our daughter's going to go to this school they're going to have a very similar foundation uh, as a compass for their individual selves and how to soak up their identity within that and it, you know as far as logistics it couldn't have been more perfect it was literally on my way to work we knew and trusted the community that our family is part of because of that school just so many things and then i get this wrench in the middle of things that says hey your plan has to change and i'm sitting there like what the heck no no it doesn't it Needs to it needs to come back around full circle and accommodate what i need it to do and that's not happening And so this is the process that I'm sitting in all the while reminding myself, just like I work with my clients, I have to sit in these choices, process what's really happening for me in them, and then figure out how to springboard from that and let myself be okay with the unknown. And I think that's really what it boils down to. Because I've sat, trust me, I have sat with this thing for a week now and uh, my poor husband because of the nature of what I do for work. When I am in with clients, I don't have my phone on me. I don't have the ability to multitask. I am really focused on the individual sitting across from me, and that means that for 30 hours out of my week, I don't have those those downtime moments. I get maybe a five minute break between my clients, and that's usually when I'm stuffing my mouth, if I'm honest with you. And so I don't necessarily have time to call schools and get details, and by the way, What I realize is I am such a slow processor that a lot of times when I call and try to figure out the logistics for the kids, I don't know what questions to ask. And my husband is a wonderful question asker. He just knows what to ask in order to figure out what details we need to best know in order to make the decision that that is best for our family. So I sent Jeff on this mission, and I'm sure I was like a freak because my brain is turning. I'm like, how can I make this situation accommodate me? So I'm doing all of the research, and I am trying to find preschools that align with the kind of foundation that we would like for our daughter to have before she goes into her, uh, I don't know, I guess I'll call it proper education, meaning kindergarten through through high school how do we give her a good foundation to prepare her to go into that world what are we actually looking for as a family what's our value set so I'm having to like evaluate all of these questions and then we're having to set up tours I'm just getting exhausted I'm sure my husband's exhausted because he's making all these calls getting these details from the different facilities and what they offer if they're if what they offer can actually accommodate what our family needs and to what degree we're going to have to sacrifice in order to make that happen I think that uh, after about a week of exploration and many tours and hour-long conversations and facilities telling us exactly why they are the facility that we need to choose for our child for various reasons of what they offer us, and it was just really overwhelming and having this all at the same time gut-wrenching, sinking feeling in my body that surely I'm going to mess this up for my daughter. And by the way, she's three. And so I'm making this choice because she says to me, I wanna go to school. She is three years old. I don't know if she knows what that means, but in my mind, it feels like she really knows what she wants and is telling me very clearly that she's not willing to go back to daycare. What she is willing to do is go to school. I don't know. Somebody needs to have a conversation with this girl because trust me, like once she gets begun in the the system, I don't know that she's gonna be singing the same tune. But I'm trying to honor who she is as an individual person and all the while, not knowing if I'm if I'm making the quote-unquote right choice. And so that's where I'm sitting right now, and I'm still navigating that. But it makes me think of all of you, uh, the people that I sit with on a day-to-day basis. Every individual is in the midst of processing choices that are hard. Uh, how do we make the right choices for our lives? How do we make the right choices for our loved ones? And why does it feel so big as though we're ultimately going to screw something up majorly if we make a move. We don't want to rock the boat, but we're always presented with opportunities for that boat to rock. In fact, I am looking out at my lake right now, and I see a bunch of boats that are docked, and they're all being rocked right now, up and down, up and down. But you know what holds them together is that they tend to be anchored to the docks that they are rocking beside. And so I have to go back to my roots and ask myself, well, what's anchoring me in this situation? How can I feel grounded in having to make really hard decisions that are extremely important to me? And I think that that is hard for a lot of people. So how do we ground ourselves and just get within the root of who we are to at least feel secure, even when we don't necessarily feel confident, maybe there's just a security that it will work itself out. So how did this situation come to be? Like what, where did we land with my daughter's situation with school? I would be lying to you if I said that I don't still feel the anxiety of not knowing what this year is going to look like. In fact, that gives me a lot of stress and pressure because I really like for plans to be set in motion. It's really funny. I'm kind of a laid back person. I'm probably one of the most laid back people than my family. But at the same time, for the big picture things like where people are going to go, the logistics of where my family is and who has an input in my family's life, I'm kind of protective in that way. And so it gives me a lot of stress to not know. And Talking this out, that's actually part of the process for me is what is my hiccup here? Why am I having such a difficult time making a decision? And it's really that fear that I'm gonna do wrong by the people that I love. It's that whole tribal concept of not wanting to make a mistake because I care so much, but it's kind of biting me in the long run because I'm causing more stress and pressure than is probably necessary for the situation. I think that of the places that we toured, we toured excellent facilities, we we toured faith-based facilities, we toured secular facilities, and every facility really offered us great attributes that could contribute to our family and our family's needs. I think it's really just about me and what's happening for me in... um, making these life decisions that are going to impact not just me, but my family as a whole. They're very difficult for me to navigate. Lo and behold, um, amidst all of the, uh, what, and I should probably back up a little bit and tell you one of the key things that for our family, a value set that we narrowed it down to, one thing we loved that our son was getting was he was getting a really good Christ foundation for his education. And the school where he is, they provided that so well it was really fun to hear him come home and just share some of the stories that he learned and sing some of the songs that he was taught and he was taught in such a loving and freeing grace-filled way that that was so important to us and we really wanted that same foundational base for our daughter to get that to know that it's okay to hold your faith And not have people bombard it, but to embrace it and give you permission to have it for yourself. And that was what was happening for us as a family. In losing that, in knowing that my daughter was just longing to go to school, she was so excited about it. And we were excited for her to get the school experience at her age because she's a pretty um, quick mover and shaker. I think my daughter is going to be the president one day because she's so ready to rock and roll I mean this kid was trying to walk when she was like three months old I swear okay I'm exaggerating but you get the point she's a mover she's a shaker and she she doesn't process life slowly and I see that in her identity so we wanted her to have the school piece at three rather than having her wait a year but we but it came with loss so anyway I I rabbit trailed a little bit there lo and behold I'm on Facebook and what comes across is an ad for one of the local schools that does offer a preschool program and it seems to align pretty darn closely with what we would have been able to give her at the other school and so and we just got one of the answers to our problems there we went and toured the school and it seems like it's going to be a great fit for our daughter for this stage in her life and uh, you would think that that would be good, and I would be content with that. But another dilemma crosses our path, and that dilemma would be, okay, well, now what do we do with our son? So he's in kindergarten, and we think he's thriving where he is. But to what extent, as parents, do we choose to send our kids to different places versus having them align in one in one place again? I don't know that there's a right answer. I don't know that there's a singular answer. So I have this vision in my head that if I pose this question on some sort of social media form, I'm going to get about 20 million answers from 20 million different families with their opinion on what I should do. And what I realize is, is I don't actually want other families' opinions of what I should do for my family. I just want to be able to process out What I'm realizing value sets are for my family and what makes sense, what kind of concessions and compromises and sacrifices are going to have to be made for our family. Is it going to be me uh, compromising and sacrificing time in the morning to get my kids to two different locations and then my husband sacrificing time in the evening and getting our kids picked up on time because we're subject to their time limits of how late our kids can stay there, which as it should be. But um, it it just adds that extra stress factor of can we actually even logistically make this work? You know, it's still a work in progress for our family. And that's what I'm trying to communicate here in this podcast session is sometimes we're having to navigate these really hard decisions and I think in theory we wish that there was a singular answer but a lot of us live in areas where we have this great gift of option and option offers uh, different opportunities and so that provokes our mind to think a little bit more deeply like well what do I want to offer my family if I have the the benefit of choosing and that's where we're sitting we're sitting in indecision we're sitting in knowing that there's not a right choice perhaps but there's what we feel is best for our family kind of choice and having to sit with that and it's painful it's painful to navigate through the anxiety of the unknown and um, the losses that come with that if our son goes to one school and our daughter goes to another there's potential losses to be experienced there If we pull our son from the community that he's been part of, there's losses there. And then our losses have to meet our resilience. And we have to sit there and discern how resilient are we. And I'm pretty certain my kids are more resilient than I am because they're young. And what we know about children scientifically is that they have a very short neural network due to uh, just being young. And that's the gift that they get is they can recover from changes fairly quickly, where as adults we have this unfortunate thing called anxiety and uh, depressed moods that tend to provoke our sense of resilience. So I'm sitting in this process right now, just having to be with all of these emotions and all of these somatic feelings in the body and determine what's perhaps going to help us get to where we need to be as a family And it's impacting me at the individual level, and that's why I think it feels so big, is because there's not a perfect answer, it's a process answer, where we come to a conclusion and life will go on, but we're having to sit in the midst of all the consequences that could come from that. And while the consequences and obstacles are surely overcome, it feels like there is a wrong move to be made. And so how do we talk the body into regulating, into accepting that process and uh, moving forward despite the fears and the vulnerability that exists in that? I hope you all have a great week. Be well, everybody.